We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. You pieces of shit did wow. did not help us come up with a new name for Cummings and Blowings. We only had one person message us. And what did they say? I can't remember, but thank you, Brand, for messaging <laughs> us. But I don't remember what they were. But obviously we didn't choose them. Oh, that's right. I think I was going through something. <laughs> we all were. We all were. Well, we have decided on a name. We're Bro- just starting right here. Brother Co- We're not introducing the show. Oh, okay. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, this is Hot Drinks. <laughs> You're just waiting for me to yeah, do it? Yeah, I just want you to find your own way. You remind me so much of Becky with a CK right now. Find your own <clears> way. You can go. I'm Sister Lauderdale Twaint, your brother Coffee. Great, this is a podcast. Today, uh, Becky with CK sent me a message. Oh, she sent me a message too. Where she had prepared dinner. Oh. And her husband found a hair in the dinner, of her hair. Okay. You know. Okay. And her response was, I don't charge extra for that. And then she's like, so I am officially Mary Jo Coco. Oh. Because that's an old Mary Jo Coco is joke. It? Oh, yeah. Oh, a classic Mary Jo Coco. Oh, and she bad. used it. Yeah. She just used it. Well. <clears throat> Another classic Mary Jo Coco that me and Tisha used to say all the time is whenever Mary Jo Coco prepared a meal where everything was sort of the same color, you know, you had like mashed potatoes, oh. a chicken breast, Some a roll. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She would go, this is your basic brown and gray meal. That was a good, that was a Mary Jo Coco. <laughs> that, she would say She'd that. She'd say that? Yeah. So is that where you guys get your sense of humor? For Mary Jo Coco? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Because also, my dad was very funny. Because but he you died. and Becky. <laughs> and also, my, my mean grandma was really funny. Oh, so, so when she said those horrible things about the gays walking down the street, looking like the, half a girl, did she think she was being funny? Or the, or, fat, or the fat person, remember that one? She yeah. saw a fat person walking, she said, look at her, Pret- pretending to, to be, be happy. happy. <laughs> I mean, no, she wasn't being funny. Oh, okay. But she was funny, but you, when she said those things, she was dead serious. Do you remember one of the funnies that she uh, meant to be funny? Well, I mean, so when she wanted me to date the girl who raised goats. Okay, Wow. <laughs> And I said, well, is she cute, Grandma? And she said, well, let's be honest, you're no prize either. I think that she probably meant to be kind of funny. Like, there was a ring of truth to it. But I think she was trying to be funny. Have you seen that picture of you as Adam Bonapie in high school? I was very handsome. You were, as they say, so slay. I was When you said, as they say, I was so excited to hear what the as they say was. You were bussin', as they say. Right. You were giving hotness. I don't know. Did they say you, that? I don't know. You were, wait. You were bussin'. Uh, Bitch. No, there, there's something else with bussin'. Uh, but you were bussin' for real. No, seriously. No, it's like, ah, forget it. Today I was listening to Friend of the Pod, um, Las Culturistas. Friend of the Pod. And they had on Renee Rapp. And another girl, Aaliyah, something whose name I don't remember. I don't they're know both those Renee Rapp's done some Broadway, and they're both on the HBO show The Sex Lives of College Girls. And anyway, it was the most Gen Z explosion oh of vocal 
diarrhea oh, I'd ever heard. Oh, okay. I could barely keep up you with said everything Z they were saying. And it unlocked yeah. it in my brain. Bussin yeah. respectfully. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You as Adam Ponope, bussin respectfully. I was, and you know, he was a rapist. So. <laughs> but you know who loves him? The Mormons. They love that no. musical. They love that because musical. Because it's, it's confirmation bias. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but wait. Okay. So. <clears throat> We wanted a new name for comings and blowings. I feel like I was going to say something else. Oh, but I'm what, sorry. It, no, it's fine. We're all over the place. And, it used to be called women's work. And because... Because of the Kate Bush song. But no. <laughs> you called it women's work because usually people will say, well, let's do some housekeeping. We got a little housekeeping for right. the pod. And as, on this sode uh, of and, the pod. you know, here in Utah, housekeeping is for women. Right, women's work. And then we changed it... And we already told that story about how we came up with Cummings and Blowings. Blowings. Right. Go and back and listen to other episodes. Right. Quit making us do all the work for you. Jesus. <laughs> so Brother Coffee and I, tonight, we were eating a bucket of spaghetti. From a place in Salt Lake called oh, bucket, bucket of Spaghetti. Of spaghetti. <laughs> where you can go and buy a bucket of spaghetti. <laughs> to go. To go. There's no place to eat inside. No, God, no. There's no... Take your bucket no. and get the fuck out. Yeah. And, it, and when you got here, you said it was just two teenage boys scooping up spaghetti into They're buckets. They're probably paying their parents' way to their couple's mission. I've already forgotten the new name for Cummings and Blowing. I, I hope have you remember not. It. I'm so glad. So we're eating our bucket of spaghetti and our cheesy bread, which is basically just garlic right. bread with was a there garlic? slab. It was garlicky butter. Okay. And then like a slab of some kind of white melty cheese. Sure. Whatever the, I don't know what it was. But like not fully melted. Like no. a little bit still. Gelatinous. Firm in the middle. Firm, yeah. Firm yeah. in the middle and got much better. And that's extra for the, for the cheesy bread. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't it come was. with the bucket. No. It's an additional charge. <laughs> it is. And you know the cheesy bread's extra, ma'am. And we're drinking. That's what the teenage boy said. <laughs> I mean, he did actually. He said, you know, you already get garlic bread with your bucket. And I'm like, I know I want this in You're addition to. You're like, bitch, I want to. more buckets, more bread. <laughs> We're drinking a Beaujolais with rabbit. We're not. <laughs> that's that's a Last of Us reference. We are drinking a boxed red wine. Right, delicious. And um, uh, we were like, okay, let's do this. Let's come up with a new name for Cummings and Blowings. Right. Because even though uh, one of our gentle listeners named Brant sent us some Thank ideas, you, we forgot because we, we forgot were going them. through something. Yeah. And <laughs> and didn't select them. So and we, we appreciate the effort, but we're. It wasn't funny enough. It was no, Try harder it, next time. No, we just forgot. So anyway, I'm trying to make it sound like we really researched this. Brant has a little bit of a humiliation kink, I think. So I think he's fine when I'm saying <laughs> try harder next time because it wasn't funny enough. Anyway, so we really researched it. And we had some good ideas like the biz. The businesswoman special right. from Rami and Michelle. Uh-huh. Uh, um, what else? Would I be? was suggesting things like the the hand job and the and the brand job or some uh, I don't know something. We, yeah. we were just really mine we were, were all very horny. We were riffing, yeah, as they say. Yeah, we were in the writers' room and there were no bad ideas. And that that's right, <laughs> and that's a sign that we have up over the door right. in the writers' room. There are no bad ideas. And so, <clears throat> in to to introduce. The new name for Cummings and Blowings. Should we should we do a little music? This will only take like 17 minutes for you to cue it up. Here, here's a little music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's called... <laughs> 
That was the dumbest music interlude ever. That was from uh, Grammy Award winning Harry's House. <laughs> the listeners have turned it off I know, at this point. I know, they're done. Our new name for the housekeeping of the pod is Precum. The Precum. The Precum. Because it comes before the cum. Right. <laughs> Hence the word Precum. So just two quick comments. Did you learn that from Adam? Two quick comments. On one <laughs> about pre-cum and then one leading into my first pre-cum of the night. Okay. I don't pre-cum a lot and it makes me kind of sad. Okay. I don't, I don't think you want to talk about that. Did you depth. get a vasectomy? No. Oh. I just never have. Like some guys just don't. Like some Maybe guys produce a lot. you have testosterone. Probably. Mm. Okay. And that leads me into my first pre-cum. <laughs> which is... <laughs> Everyone shut the fuck up about award season. All the awards are pretend and stupid. Award They're season. voted on by stupid people who don't know a goddamn thing. Right. So when you're mad that your fave didn't win. Yeah. And then you're mad that this one did win and that one did. Like, who the fuck cares? Who was being mad about what? Well, like, a lot of people were really mad about Harry Styles winning album of the year. Okay. Because it should have been Beyonce. Okay. Because the the Grammys hate <clears throat> Beyonce and they never give her awards. Like, they gave, like, Katy Perry an award over Lemonade or whatever. Well, she also is now the most Grammy award winning artist in history. Who, Beyonce? Yeah. Well, they never give her album of the year. Oh. Anyway. So sad. So people were mad about that. And then, you know, you're always like, oh, watch this Oscar movie. Oh, I can't believe this Oscar Me? movie didn't get nominated. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just going to go watch a Marvel movie. I know. <laughs> So I just, I just think if you like watching awards, great, but none of them matter. They're all mostly voted on by old white men. Absolutely. Like regardless of what award show you're talking about, the vast majority of the voters are white men in their 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck cares what they think? Who yeah. the fuck cares that they chose La La Land over Moonlight? I mean Moonlight oh over La La God. Land. Oh, I'm that so glad That they chose Crash. Remember Crash? Yeah. Won a, won a best picture? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just don't care about awards at I all. I know. Anyway. Here, here's the thing for me with Oscar season. Because, you know, Grammys, I, I, I haven't been into really since the 80s. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> that was, that was just like, bussin' respectfully. <laughs> the, the, the 80s were bussin' respectfully. Yeah. I don't think the kids say that. Uh, they do. Okay, I'll show you on the, on the bussin' talk. The Gen Z dog, you know that's what I meant. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I haven't really cared about the Emmys. I just, I like, I, I, I like following the Oscars because, um, well, Brother Coffee, I'm an actress. Here's the thing. <laughs> Go ahead, finish your thought. I'm just that's it. I just don't think. <laughs> I think like if you enjoy watching award shows and following award shows, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, if it's fun for you every year to be yeah. like, I'm going to see all the Best Picture nominees, yeah. great. I think that's great. Like, that, that's fun. It's just when people get, like, outraged about it. Oh, I can't well, believe this didn't get nominated. I me. can't believe this didn't win. I yeah. just think, who cares? Yeah. It's like it's like when the Mormon prophet told you you were a sinner. You didn't care because he was an old white man. Oh, uh, I know. You were like, I don't believe that. Bullshit. Anyway, right. that was my pre-cum. What's your pre-cum? My pre-cum for today is gosh do do girls break i mean yeah i just was gonna ask actually yeah i mean we we when we're aroused we get moist we can you get, moisten yeah yeah <laughs> the vulva moistens <laughs> that's what you say that's the vagina that in moistens. the hot and heavy moment you say my vulva is moistening <laughs> my that's true it would be your vagina well wait the vulva is the whole thing right guys getting the vagina is the, the, the outer 
Oh, okay. The vulva is what we see. Yeah, the labia so it is and the, the inner labia. That's moistening. Yeah. Yes. My vagina is moistening so much. My vulva is getting wet. Like you could say that. Sure. Oh, that yeah. could be some dirty talk. Because then, yeah. Anyway, if you need help with dirty talk, just send me a <laughs> just send me an email, PO Box one 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 zero four. That you don't need to do that for email though, but we should. Anyway. Anyway. Wait, you should see if we can get the email box. PO box one 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 zero four at gmail.com. Yeah, let's let's work on that on the break. It. Let's work on let's that. work on that on the break. Um <clears throat> remember when we used to have Cindy do all that stuff? Yeah, she's get, she's failed. Forget her. They chopped her boobs off, she's they, good for nothing. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, your pre-com. Okay, so uh, I'm continuing to... Uh, I'm auditioning for grad schools. I don't right. think we've talked since I came back from well, Connecticut. no, no. I mean, you and I have talked. We, no, we haven't. <laughs> Wait, we haven't? No, we have. Oh. I was like, oh, no. Um, so I went and auditioned for Yale. Right. <clears throat> and you find out at the end of your audition hour slot if they want to call you back. And I did not get called back. Right. And you and CJ and Kendrick... Um, and Cindy. And Cindy, too? Wait, I don't know what you are going to say. Oh, I was just going to say, you guys treated me to a... Oh, we did. Yes, I Cindy didn't get a callback lunch. Yes. 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 Um, and then... Because here's the thing. Here's what I believe. Okay. Money's pretend. Yeah. So if you had... You just did a really brave thing by auditioning for this really prestigious school. Yeah. And you didn't get a callback and you're feeling a little down and blue and you were like, I got to find somewhere I can afford for lunch. I'm like, no. You go get the best fucking lunch you can find <laughs> and I'll send you money for it because money's pretend. Yeah, thank you. That's what I'll be saying as they close the door of the debtor's prison. <laughs> be like, money's pretend. <laughs> clang. Clang. <laughs> clang, clang, clang with the trolley. Anyway. Um, And then you start singing Bless Your Beautiful High. Right. And so, then they're like, he is bussing appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it not that? <laughs> that call it that high school senior's bussing appropriately. Bussing. And sincerely. Sincerely. <laughs> I was like bussing in addendum. I can't remember the adjective <laughs> that modifies the bussing. The adverb. I can't wait for a little play date. Oh, she that. doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> she does. She's moved on to beach too sandy, water too wet. Oh, my God. So, anyway, so you went to Connecticut. Yeah. You I had did. a delicious lunch. I really did. Thank you. <clears throat> that included seafood. I mean, it's right on the oh, water. I New Haven. Seafood. So, Come anyway. On. God, I'm all messed up now. Excuse me. <clears throat> Do you need I'm a lozenge? Better. Fuck you. Listen. Keep going. But I had another thing lined up, right? Uh-huh. So there's this thing uh, called the... Um, Hurdle. It's called URDAS. Hurdle. <clears throat> I already forgot what it stands for. The United Regional Acting <laughs> Regional Dramatur- no. Dramaturgy. Um, <clears throat> University Resident Theater Association. Oh, there's a T in there? So, URTAS. URTAS, okay. So there are these schools that can choose to be a part of URTAS... And basically, they all converge in New York for three days, in Chicago for three days, in L.A. for three days, and then they do live virtual auditions. Right. And I had my live virtual audition right. yesterday. Right. And there were um, about 40 Erdas schools, and then there were guest schools who are not part of Erdas, but I guess they can be guests. And what did you do? Did you do two pieces? I did two pieces. What are your two pieces? One's from Night Mother, <clears throat> I know. <laughs> That's the most specific, like, 1993 <laughs> theater kid joke, but I think it's hilarious. And one's from The Goodbye Girl. No. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, and I had to whittle my five-minute 
Yale audition down to a two-minute audition Jesus for Ernest. And you literally, you log in to your, your Zoom. Uh-huh. <clears throat> no, actually, they have this whole thing set up where, uh, uh, this different platform, and then you watch the countdown. There are 19 auditions ahead of you. Jesus Christ. There are 17 auditions ahead of you. And I am... Um, uh, anyway, long story short, the whole story is really interesting, but that's not the pre. That's not the precom. Okay, so. But what are your two pieces? That's what I asked. Um, uh, uh, Night mother. Nora from A Doll's House Part Two. Okay. And then I did Adriana from Comedy of Errors. Is A Doll's House Part Two the new one that uh-huh. wasn't written by Ibsen? Right. Okay. Right. That's why it's Part Two. Oh, right. They didn't Ibsen do Part Ibsen famously twos. not famous for sequels. <laughs> so, <clears throat> come here, baby. Um, I was talking to the cat, by the way. So anyway, I do these two pieces, and then I go, thank you. And then I just leave the Zoom meeting. So weird. I know. It's so weird. And I could see... Because in a normal audition, like in your yell audition, they can be like, oh, do you have another piece? Or, oh, could you... Do you have something you could sing? Right. Or could you do yell- that one piece in this way? Like, right. you, they can kind of interact with you. Yeah. And in but my- this is you, like, sitting in your living room. R- right. Jesus. Yes. And I had to move things around so there was nothing behind me. Yeah. And, you know. So, but in my Yale audition, they did ask for a third piece. Right. And I was prepared. I had, right. like, six pieces ready. Right. You were like, I've got a piece <clears throat> from Night Mother. Let's go. <laughs> so, anyway. And then I was like, well, um, okay, great. Took a nap, woke up to the email of the callbacks. Mm-hmm. So the Erda schools submit their callbacks first. Because remember, there's Erda schools and guest right. schools. Right. I got two callbacks from Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, and University of North Cap- Carolina in Chapel Hill. Right. Then a couple hours later, I get the callback list from the guest schools, and there were uh, 11 more. 11. 12 11 more. more. 11 more. Yeah, 11 more. I did math. Yeah. <clears throat> so 13 callbacks. So 13 callbacks. Jesus that's that's the, that's the crux of the pre-come. There are a lot of good roles for older women. That's the crux of the come. Yeah. So so that's my pre-come. So you email them all back and yes. then you set up individual audition times. Uh, call, callback times. Callback yeah. times. They, Will these be virtual callbacks yes. as well? Okay. Yes. My first one is tomorrow morning at 10.15 with Drama Studio London. Okay. Yeah. Great. And I and they didn't tell me to have anything prepared, so they're probably just going to interview me. Oh, yeah, because you, I mean, they've already seen those pieces, so <laughs> why would you do those pieces again? Sure, sure. Um, but University of North Carolina Chapel Hill right. wants me to record my two pieces that I already did, tell a five-minute story of something that happened to me in real life. Oh, God. And then cold read two pieces. <coughs> do they send you the two pieces? Yeah, I've already got them. Okay. They're like, don't memorize them. Don't read the plays. We just want to hear how you interpret them. Wow. Yeah. What are you going to tell a story about? My dad. Don't tell that story about the girl that like wanted you to be naked and then it was like kind of predatory. In the shower? Don't tell that story. <laughs> At that sleepover. <laughs> don't tell that one. I can't believe you remember that. Of course but not I what we do. talked about on the last episode. No. Um, I'm going to tell the story about my dad and taking him to the weed store oh, when my I, mom was having surgery. One. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, I've got t- just two quick pre-coms. Okay. They usually are pretty quick. Two more. That's true. <laughs> Number one, I think there's a ghost in my house. Oh, yeah! Which we've discussed. Yes. So uh, just briefly, <clears throat> when 
uh, Wasatch Cat and, oh my God, I'm blinking on her name. We're here at the house. Yeah. What was her name on the pod? I mean, I know her real name. Oh yeah. Maybe I'm not supposed to say their real name. Oh yeah. Anyway. But anyway. We were recording an episode <laughs> with a guest. What was her name on the pod? I don't remember. Oh, I thought, oh, that's what you don't remember. I remember her real name. Anyway, they were here recording and randomly over, so in my kitchen, I have my dining table and then there's like a bookcase against one, one wall with cookbooks in it. And then there's a door that goes into my pantry, which is, you know, food. And then my washer dryer also in there. So while we were recording randomly, a very heavy, like book end mm-hmm. fell off of my bookshelf Yes, and like broke on the ground. And just out of nowhere, none of us were near it. We were like, what was that? And then Wasatch Cat said, oh, I spirits follow me around. She's like, I'm so sorry. That was probably my grandma. Yeah. So I went and got some room cleaning spray, which I have. Uh-huh. Not like cleaning, like clearing. clearing. Yeah. So Energy clearing. Okay. So that happened. And that was like a year and a half ago. That was a while ago. Sometime last year. Then in the last month, there's been a couple times where I've been sitting in my kitchen and I swear I see someone walk into the pantry and then I'll look up and then nothing's there obviously so this has happened like two or three times and I've always just thought like I don't know I haven't really thought much of it then the other day I was talking on Marco Polo to Becky with a CK Mm -hmm. and then there's this huge like like noise and a a container of chocolate covered espresso beans on a shelf in my pantry had just fallen off and spilled all over the floor god and, like, my cats don't – I mean, my cats go in the pantry, but they don't climb the shelves or anything like that. Yeah. So it wasn't like the cats were up there. Yeah. And I don't know how – like, it was on a shelf in the pantry. How did it then move forward and, like – To fall. Anyway, so there's probably a ghost in there. Yeah. So – And we have some theories. We do. But, you know, whatever. Is that why I saw your room clearing spray out? Your yes. Because I got – the other night I was like – I was getting ready for bed. But I've decided that the ghost and I have an agreement that they don't come upstairs to my bedroom. They just stay down here. Okay. Yeah. Like, I just think I've, I sense that that was true and, and that that's what we're going with. Okay. So I don't have to be nervous when I'm upstairs. They stay down here. Okay. Do you get nervous? I mean, sometimes like when my kids aren't here and I'm here by myself, it gets a little spooky. Goddamn. That's why I like, I don't want to watch any scary movies about things that happen in the house. Because, you know, in your house. Like, I don't want to see that Skinnamarink movie. So, I was just going to say, no, you I don't, don't want to see, see Skinnamarink. No. I do. Because then I'll be laying in my bed and I'll be thinking about the voice in Skinnamarink that's like, stab your n- eyes with <laughs> knives or whatever this is. <laughs> anyway, my number two, really quick. This is really quick. And then we just got, we've got to get into the episode. Got to get into it. Has it has been so long. Um, do you know who Jonathan Majors is? He's an actor? Yes. Okay. He, the only thing I know him from is he's playing Kang in the new... Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumani yeah. movie and he was in Loki playing Kang the okay. Conqueror okay. what else is he in do you know y- y- anyway, I've seen him in other things but I don't remember what a, they're called he did a cover for <laughs> Ebony Magazine okay so I would like you all to get on your Google mm-hmm. type in Jonathan Majors for Ebony Magazine before you hit enter just take off your pants and make sure the door's closed <laughs> and then hit enter and just look at those pictures <laughs> Just be, just prepare yourself. Jonathan Majors, Ebony Magazine. Good God in heaven above. Oh. Good God. Jonathan. I've never seen titties like that before. Oh. The, the titties are popping appropriately. Are, <laughs> are be bussing, be bussing in memoriam. Oh my God. Anyway, I just would like you to just go into that. So, okay. okay. Speaking of hot people. Jesus. Le- right? Oh my God. 
Okay, so speaking of hot people, yeah. we were trying to come up with the top five today. You had suggested like top five reasons we hate Mormons or something. I don't no, know. And I, I was not. like, I want something horny. Uh huh. And then you were like, what about something about like top five Pedro Pascal? I suggested top five places I would like Pedro Pascal to touch my body during the initiatory <laughs> in the temple ceremony. <laughs> but what we've decided to go with uh-huh. is top five people who make us horny, but who are not conventionally attractive like Pedro Pascal. Right, right. Because the way that Pedro Pascal could spit in my mouth, yeah. unparalleled. Uh-huh. But sometimes I see him on TV or like on an interview and I'm like, you are so fucking weird looking. <laughs> you are like a, you're a lumpy weirdo. Uh-huh. Like you are not very cute. But then I'm like, also please spit in my it mouth. It is just like raw sexual oh, yeah. energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's our slutty daddy. Yeah. So anyway, so these are the top five people that we... Who make us horny but who are not conventionally attractive like Pedro Pascal. Oh, Pedro. Let's take a break. Okay. I have a question. Okay. Have you ever been murdered by a doll? Unfortunately, not yet. Have you ever had a doll rip the blade off of a paper cutter and do a funny little dance and chase you down a hallway and kill you? I personally never had a doll that's done it. Have you ever had a doll... Uh, a sentient AI-powered doll sneak into your potting shed and then shoot your skin off with a power washer. Recently or ever? Just ever. Then answers no to okay. both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever um, listened to hot drinks and thought, how can I support them more? <laughs> yes, every day. <laughs> See, you didn't. You didn't think I could do a Megan themed. You didn't think I could do a Megan themed ad, but here we are. Hot Drinks is a podcast yes. that you can listen to on the Stitcher network. Just kidding. You listen to it everywhere. Oh, I, um, I wanted to sound like a real podcast. <laughs> um, and Megan is a movie you can see in theaters whenever this ad plays because it will never leave theaters because it will continue to be so successful. <laughs> and if you want to support Hot Drinks, you can yeah. go to our Patreon. Yes. Tell them tell him about it in like four seconds because it's already too okay, long. Okay. Patreon.com slash Hot Drinks. That's Hot Drinks with an A, not a drinks, a drinks. Hot Drinks. And you can contribute any amount from $1, $3 to whatever you want. To a million. We are fucking broke. Yeah. Yeah, we are. That's it. And then we, <laughs> you get bonus content. Yeah. And then we pay our credit card bills. Well, I don't. I don't. Oh, I do. Okay. You pay your electric bill. Yeah. I don't. Exciting news. We have launched. <laughs> our new mailbox. Our new email. <laughs> P.O. Box 11104. <laughs> At gmail.com. It's live. It is live, as they say in the biz. Please send us things <laughs> in that mailbox. It is live, respectfully. Nudes. Mm-hmm. Um, recipes. <laughs> copies of your high school transcript. Oh, my God. Um, poetry. Mm-hmm. What else can you send to P.O. Box 11104? You can send... A self-addressed stomped envelope. Uh-huh. Yes, pictures of your cat. Pictures of your cat, yes. Um, Okay, and then just before we get into the meat, into the cum of the episode, as we like to say, I just felt like I should take a moment and explain the plot of Night Mother. (laughs) Oh, God! So, Uh, 
it's really pretty simple. It is. So Night Mother, it's like a one-act play, maybe? maybe. Is it even a one-act? I don't know. I don't know. But <clears throat> the movie had Sissy Spacek and, <gasps> and I forgot Bancroft. there was actually a movie. Yeah. Jesus. So well, in the 90s, movie. it was all the bustle. Yeah, even it though was, it was the bustle. Even it was, was bussing appropriately in the, when you were in 90s. Basically, the story is there is a girl... Who decides to kill herself. Mm-hmm. I can't remember why. Just probably because, you know, why not? Severely depressed. <sighs> oh, I think she had epilepsy. Oh, okay. Uh, and her she... husband or boyfriend left her because uh, she had an epileptic seizure in wow. front of him. I don't even think I knew that much. Oh. But basically, she decides to kill herself, but she wants to make it... She doesn't want to cause any problems for her mother... Yeah. Who she lives with. Yeah. So she like puts an old mattress on the ground that will absorb all the blood and like she <laughs> like does all the, she does all this stuff to just sort of like prepare things to make it easier. Mm-hmm. And and then her mother is trying to talk her out of it. So the the play is her mother trying to talk her out of it and her explaining to her mother why this is her only choice. Yeah. And then the play ends with her saying Night mother going into the room, locking the door, and then you, you hear, hear a gunshot. gunshot. So great. anyway, super just great for high school kids. Yeah, God. But like in the nineties, like <laughs> if you were a if you were an actress, a female actress, yeah, you were fucking doing that night mother monologue, and, it, and people and, were weeping. Yeah, people were weeping. You were busting it out appropriately. Okay, what's your number one? <gasps> Person that you makes you horny, even though they're not conventionally attractive, like Pedro Pascal. Adrian Brody. Okay, not attractive <laughs> at all. <laughs> I think he looks like a weasel, so tell me more. Um, I just, so... You want to grab onto those ears? No. Like handles? It's not that, as much as like, imagine him with a little bit of scruff. Okay, like a scruffy rodent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. And uh, just kind of slapping you around a little bit. <laughs> slapping the titties. With his rat tail. And, my God. Okay. There was a movie he was in where he played kind of like a, a hot. Rodent. <laughs> Adrian Brody. Have you seen his headshot on I feel like IMDb? He, I feel like he did that one movie that was about the Holocaust and then we never heard from the him pianist. again. The pianist. Yeah, yeah. And then we never heard from him again. Look at this headshot though. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I'm fair. He's got some cheekbones. Um, thanks. So <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Adrian Brody's genetic makeup. Okay. <laughs> um anyway, I don't have much else to say. Uh except that But you know what the tall skinny ones, you know what they say about the tall skinny ones? They got the big old dicks. They're really long. The big old they're dicks. They're like long shots. Yeah, they're like they're like knocking against their knees. Yeah. Anyway, how and do that's... they walk around with those things? Oh, he was in the village, <laughs> that M night show on the Oh, Mom I have not seen that one. Show. I oh. have not seen that one. Okay. With Bryce Dallas Howard? Uh yeah. And Anna Kendrick? No, I'm just making what up names the... now. <laughs> I was shocked that I got Bryce Dallas Howard right, so I wanted to just go for another actor and see if I got it, but Anna Kendrick was not the right choice. No, I think she was like five when that movie came out. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, there's just something so like 1940s about him. Okay. And uh, I can just picture him pounding me from behind. While eating some cheese. Like, stop it. (laughs) 
Todd. I was going to say, looking murderous, with a murderous look on his face, like, okay. I'm going to come or I'm going to burn this house down. Oh, or both. Why not both? Hot. Literally, because um, they're fire. So just two things in preparation of, for my top five. Number one, none of them are Ben Platt. I did not put that on the list, oh, and I did that God. out of respect for you. Uh, that is, because wood that on a Tuesday, wood on a Wednesday, wood on a Thursday. But I just left him off the list okay. out of respect to you. Yeah. Number two, mine are kind of obscure. Oh. Because I told you this, like, I was Google, like, I, sometimes I'll Google just to try to, like, you know, to, like, kind of prime the juices of the brain mm-hmm. so they be bussin' agnostically. <laughs> And so I'd Google, like, hot celebrities who aren't conventionally attractive. And it would be, like, first of all, the top of every list was Pete Davidson. I was like, I'm sorry, Pete Davidson, that everyone on Earth wants to make a list about how you're not attractive. I I, I don't get it. But number two, then everyone else on the list would be, like, Ryan Reynolds or, like, Adam Driver. And I'm like, no, those people are just fucking hot. So this is not helpful. Anyway. So I did go a little far afield. So this is, it will probably, far re- afield. it'll probably require a little Googling if you want to actually see who these people are. So my number one is Dr. Dustin Portella. Oh my God. Who is a dermatologist. Oh my God. In Boise, Idaho. Oh my God. Who has a TikTok. Oh my God. <laughs> I, for a long time, I thought he was Mormon. I don't think he is now. Okay. He is married to a lady, mm. but in a very like, quote unquote married to a lady kind of way. Do you know what I mean? Like he'll post things and gay people will be like spit in my mouth and he'll be like, I have a wife. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, or what you know what I mean? Okay. Anyway, his TikTok is Dr. Dustin Portella. He used to have kind of some weird hair that I found attractive. Then he shaved his head and I got hard. And then like a like Maybe a week or two ago, he posted. So he just does like skincare videos or like reaction videos to other people talking about skincare products they like or reaction videos like pimple popping, you know, your standard oh, dermatological is his skin, fare. Like, look plastic. No, but he has nice skin. Okay. Portella? Um, yeah, Portella? I'll, don't find him now because then everyone hears TikToks in the background. Okay. We'll find him on the break. But if, But a week or so ago, he posted a video about removing a I can't even remember what it's called but do you ever get those like just kind of weird little random like skin tag kind of things on your skin like little bumps or whatever sure anyway he posted a video about removing one of those that he had found in his armpit that he removed with some like tweezers that he put in like dry ice and then kind of froze the skin tag off or whatever yeah so he's like let me show you I'm gonna do it rips his shirt off lifts his arm up to his armpit yeah and I, that day, conceived three children <laughs> in my womb and gave birth to them and named them Skin Tag, oh all three God. of them. But I, that day, saw the face of God. Oh, my God. And Dustin Portella? And I have Dr. Dustin Portella. Oh you got to put the doctor in there. I have watched that video 187,000 times. Like, even thinking about it now, my mouth is watering. I'm oh getting a little God. bit sweaty. Justin. You can't look it up while we're recording. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm not even. I'll show to it to you TikTok. after. Dr. Dustin. Portella. Du, du. And he's, a, he's literally a dermatologist in Boise, Idaho. I could fucking drive to his clinic and be like, remove my skin tags, doc, or whatever. <laughs> doc. 
Anyway, that's my number oh, one. Oh, wow. He's, like, not cute. Right. See? He's not attractive. No. But, wow. Wow. See how when he had hair, it was yeah. even worse. <laughs> what fucking weird hair. Anyway, the way I would let him <sighs> freeze my skin tags off with dry ice. Maybe that's why you have ghosts haunting Jesus. you. Jesus. I mean, because I deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number two? My number two is... <clears throat> and I, and I, I looked this up. To see if I could get it, do the pronunciation right. Okay. And I only found one person online who pronounced it, even though I'm sure there's more. But I was waiting for my bucket of spaghetti. Oh, right. Um, Barry Kogan. Kogan. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Girl. Yes. Girl. He is our Irish guy from Eternals, from Banshees of Initiatories. Banshees of the Initiatories. Can someone make that movie, Banshees of the Initiatories? <laughs> where it's just people getting their initiatory and there's banshees. For there's the, banshees. For the Nevermos. Initiatory. For the Nevermos. Yeah. Initiatories. Because I also refer to them when five places I want Pedro Pascal to touch my body during the initiatory. Right. Is a rite within the Mormon temple where you are naked and you wear what's called a shield, which is basically like a poncho. It's a sheet, yeah. Um, and then they, I guess now they no longer touch your body, but, but they, they sure used, used to, to touch your body. Oh, yeah. They would touch like your shoulder and your hip and your belly and your knee. I don't even remember. And they would anoint and bless parts of your body for yeah. like, I don't know, to like welcome Jesus or something. To gird the loins. To gird the loins. But they would, yeah, they would like touch the loins yeah. to like bless your loins. Yeah. Anyway, it was very weird when uh -huh. you're like 18 and there's a 70-year-old man like slipping his hand under the sheet to poke you in the belly. Yeah. Popping fresh. Except that women would touch the women and men yeah. would touch the men. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> and why am I talking always, about the initiatory? They would always, banshees of initiatories. Oh, banshees There'd of always it. be a little bowl of cloves in the temples that I went to in the initiatory room. Cloves? Cloves of whole cloves. Really? To, so that the old ladies, I'm sure it was an old lady thing. Yeah, would the men put one did in their mouth so they had good breath. A clove? A clove. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I, anyway. I remember asking my mom about it and she she knew what it was. But so anyway. if you're wondering, if you're ever thinking like, is Mormonism a cult? Then ask yourself the question, did you ever go into a room with an old person <laughs> naked wearing a sheet over your head and they touch <clears throat> different parts of your body in a ritualistic way? <laughs> If the answer to that is yes, you were. then the answer to where you and a cult is also, is also yes. yes. So Barry Hawkin. Barry Kogan. Kogan. Um, gosh. Yeah. I just, his face is so sweet and I just want to put it in my hands. But it, his face also kind of looks like it got hit with a pan. A little bit. A yes, little bit, that's what it bit. is. That's God, what it is. Yeah. Hit me with that pan. So um, he plays this heart. Breaking character in uh, Banshees of Initiatory. <laughs> Should I watch that movie? You know I don't watch Oscar movies. I know. Should I watch the Banshees of Initiatory? It's so lovely. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm kind of intrigued by it. It's great. And Brendan I just Gleeson. don't. I don't like movies that make me think. Oh, it's not one of those. Okay, then maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, it's not one of those movies that you'd be like, I appreciated it. Remember when we saw uh, the Phantom Thread in the theater, yes. and I fell asleep, yeah. and everyone was like, "That was the greatest movie ever made," <laughs> and I was like, I, "I took a nap." And didn't we go see Bad Santa together? Was that me and you? <laughs> yes, yeah. we did. Yes, <laughs> that kind of. We, That's more my speed. That was a palate cleanser. That was more my Three speed. Three years later. Anyway, um, I feel like I should revisit The Phantom Thread. Because it's about a big, like, queenie 
fag, excuse me, who like is a bitch. Right. I should love that. Played right. by Ray Fiennes. No. No? Who's in that movie? Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. His last role anyway, ever. Wait, is he dead? No, he just has retired. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, the Banshees of Inishatory. Uh, <laughs> Inishrin. Inishrin. Um, but in it, yeah, he's just got this sweet, sweet face yeah. and I just want to kiss it. And he's been in Marvel movies, so I yeah. like that. Yeah. I show up for that. And in The Eternals, his character has the crush on the on the deaf girl. Oh, they're so cute. They are. They love the Eternals. And they just touch heads. They just touch their foreheads together. Boop. Just a little boop. It's like the sweetest little boop. So intimate. Yeah. I would love someone to boop my forehead. He's he's a little more on the conventionally attractive side, but still Ooh. a little weird looking. I think. Or am I just horny? I think, <laughs> I think you are just... Fair. You're hard okay. up, baby. Okay, okay. You are bussing. Okay, my number two. Again, it's going to require a little research. Mm-hmm. So on this show... I believe we have talked about a YouTube series about dentistry called The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo, correct? Oh, yes! With Bra- Brian Jordan Brian Alvarez. Brian Jordan Alvarez. Who is conventionally hot. Uh-huh. However, have you you haven't watched Caleb Gallo yet, have you? I have not. People, please go watch The Gay and Wondrous <clears throat> Life of Caleb Gallo. It's on YouTube. It's like six or seven episodes, I think. Anyway, it's so smart and so funny. But there is an actor in it whose name is Mike Strassner. <laughs> And I was like, he's got to have been in something else. Like, I'm like, wasn't he in like, I just thought, kept thinking he must have been something else. I looked at him, his IMDb. He has done other things, but like, not really. So you probably have never heard of him. Okay. But he plays in the show. He's this man who is in a lesbian centric, semi non sexual thruple with ah! these two lesbians. Ah! And he kind of flirts with Brian Jordan Alvarez. And he's, like, very nerdy looking, like, a little bit chubby. He has, like, a mustache and kind of, like, a little kind of a page boy cut. Yeah. But he's, like, very kind of flirty, but, like, but also kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, he's so hot in that show. Yeah. So hot as part of a lesbian-centric, okay. semi-non-sexual <laughs> I throuple. I cannot believe that. And he, but here's the surprise. Here's the twister, the shocker. Because uh-huh. I was trying to figure out who he was because I was like, what is his name? Blah, blah, blah. I couldn't find him. So I was doing all these internet searches and trying to figure out, because I thought maybe he'd been in Broad City, because there's the guy in Broad City that kind of looks like him, but that's not him. Okay. Anyway, then I found him, and Wait, then I found his Instagram, and he's genuinely hot. Oh. Like, I genuinely want him to punch me in the mouth. Okay, great. But um, anyway, <laughs> go watch Caleb Gallo and look for the man who is part of the lesbian-centric semi-non-sexual thruple. <laughs> But okay. also, I mean, just like <clears throat> Caleb Gallo, just go watch it. Anyway. Do you think Brian Jordan Alvarez is conventionally hot? Oh, yeah. Okay. He has a hot, well, he's a hot body. Okay. He has a very hot body. All right. Um, did you ever watch the, the show on Netflix called Special? No. I swear we've talked about it on this podcast. Sounds familiar. But it's about a guy, it was written by an, an actor slash writer who has cerebral palsy, and he plays himself in the show about a gay man navigating like dating with cerebral palsy and he hires a sex worker because he wants to have sex but like it's hard for him to find men who want to have sex with him because oh he has God. cerebral palsy anyway the sex worker he <laughs> hires is Brian Jordan Alvarez oh. and he, they have sex good and it's fucking hot anyway <laughs> that's wonderful um, should, let's, should we take a break yes let's take a break let's take a break let's think about our choices mm. think about what brought us here <laughs> mm. 
So we're back, and I showed oh, Sister hey. Twain the video of Dr. Dustin Portella <laughs> removing a skin tag in his armpit, and you felt... Nothing. Nothing. Zilch. And I had to go change my pants. Yeah, you did. So, and anyway. I never want to be in the room when you have to do that again. Please. <laughs> it, was, it was a little awkward. The ghost in your house would love it. It was a little awkward. That's true, he would. Uh, um, do you ever beat off down here? No. Okay. I mean, all my supplies are upstairs. <laughs> You know, my lotions, my towels. Stop this. You have to have supplies. <laughs> I think even if I started down here, I would go upstairs. That's where the supplies are. Okay. I mean, I've got, I guess I have like olive oil down here. Right. Or like I, coconut I, oil. I always do it in my room because my kids live Because you have me. a thousand people in your house. <laughs> right. But even if they were gone, I do it in my room because just the energy. Yeah, that's fair. That's just fair. the energy in my room is my own. Yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. And okay. with that, good night, everyone. Well, that's the end of the episode. Okay. So What's your number three? I just want to say, I keep checking my phone to see if we've gotten an email, but this is not live. No, we have not. <laughs> we have not. If we did get an email from someone, that that would be from the ghost. It would be from the ghost. The ghost. Someone, someone the listening. Ghost would fucking do that. Someone listening who's a medium <laughs> is sitting in their house and suddenly a message comes through from the great beyond. <laughs> And it's like PO Box one 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 zero four at gmail.com. <laughs> and they just send a, a little. They like, just send voice their high memo. school transcript. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, and then we're shocked and terrified. <laughs> And anyway. it's from 1927. And she's been dead for three years. <laughs> okay, my number three <clears throat> is. Okay, speaking of the ghost, <clears throat> he fucked it up. That just stopped recording. Yeah. Unbeknownst to us. Yeah. And then we went back and listened, and we haven't missed anything. What's your number three? My number three. Oh, it's present day. Oh, right. This is what it cut this off. This is okay. what it cut off. Present day. You're, the ghost did not agree with this. I guess the so. The ghost was like, nah, nah, <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> Literally. The ghost only likes my... the ghost only likes people younger than um, him. <laughs> present day. Jeff Bridges. Correct. Yes. Correct. With all judges. Sagging, yes, she's correct. Sagging jowls. Yes. Uh, old man hands. I don't know. <laughs> when when have we seen present day Jeff Bridges lately? Has he done a movie something oh. that the GLs can reference? Okay. Um, if they're not up on their present day uh, Bridges Jeff. Uh, family, because here's the thing: when he was young, he was gorgeous. Sure. 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 Um, so we're talking about Jeff Bridges present day and the latest thing he did that y'all might've heard of was the old man. <laughs> there it is. Um, bad times at the El Royale, Kingsman, the golden circle. Oh, I fucking love, have you seen those Kingsman movies? I've seen the first one. I fucking love those movies. Um, hell or high water, which was fabulous. Okay. So the- he's a wrinkly old man. Mm-hmm. Oh, la, and he was in the remake of Tron in 2011. A la The Bridges of Madison County. Oh. <laughs> he's not in that, he but he's a wrinkly old man like on Anna two. Anna Kendrick was in The Bridges oh, of Madison Oh, she was so good. <laughs> she was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just feel like he is a master in the sack. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say when his thumb Uh-oh. is okay. rubbing... To be frank, to, your clit. Okay. Okay. It's, 
it's not, not my smooth. <laughs> it's very rough. It's, it's, the thumb. And it's, it's a little bit scratchy in the best way. But the scratchy adds to the experience. Yeah. 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 It is not the thumb of a of a prince or yeah. a man who's never worked a hard day in his life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It is the thumb of a man <laughs> of a who works hard for the community. <laughs> it's a little bit dry. Oh it's God. got some cracks in it. Uh-huh. There's some some little bits of skin that stick up that are a little bit sharp. Uh-huh. But it works. Yeah. It it's better for it. And then when he's like down there in with his face down there. Right. Uh I'm like, I love how scratchy your beard is. That beard is giving but, you a rash. But then he's like, I shaved it this morning. His skin. It's just his skin. It's his skin. Just rough his and scratchy is, old skin. His skin is like <laughs> sandpaper. <laughs> That has been glued to leather mm-hmm. that has been left in the sun after being soaked would, in salt water. I don't know. And then rub that on your hush. Content warning. <laughs> Content warning, everyone. I would suck his dick all day long. Okay. Okay. I'd, I'd have a gallon of water just to stay hydrated. Because it's very dry. It's going to suck the moisture right out of your mouth. So you're going to need to hydrate as you go. It's like sucking on a salt lick. You know what I mean? He'd just be doing a crossword because he's an old man. That's what they love. (laughs) Maybe watching some 60 Minutes. (laughs) Drinking Sanka. (laughs) And you're drinking your, you got your Hydro Flask. Because after about four minutes, it gets real puckery. You're just like. Yeah. Got kind of that mayonnaise And I say, Jeff Bridges, I need to take a little break. And he goes, that's all right, darling. (laughs) You drink your water, you yeah. hydrate, you lubricate, yeah. as it were. He pats and then you me go on back the, right in. Well, well, he might pat me on the head, right, and say, "You you take as long as you need, darling." What is this? Voice? I don't Does know. He, is that his accent? Uh, is he I, from like Anaheim? I mean, he's old, so don't they all talk like that? <laughs> they, talk, they talk like they're from the south. <laughs> I swear, he's from like Long Beach or something. Probably. I mean, his father. And he's was like, darling. <laughs> You do what you need, darling. <laughs> I'm like, anyway. you're as dry as an old crumbly biscuit. Thank God you brought your Stanley cup. It's got a straw. <laughs> yes. So you can just, you can even be sucking and just tuck the Stanley cup straw just up in your cheek. When I wake up in the morning and make my coffee, he's like, now, darling, that's going to dehydrate you. You sure you And you just hold up your Stanley cup and you're like, I'm good, Jeff. I'm good, older. I'm good, current day Jeff Bridges. <laughs> probably call him mr bridges i'm good Ooh. mr bridges it's like uh, sucking on driftwood it's just all the spit just is absorbed right yes, out of your mouth yes and you're just you're just dry and like yeah you so, and that then your, your mouth, mouth yeah. your mouth feels like it, it does after you eat grape nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's the best content we've ever made or golden crisp this is what's going to get us the, the pea sugar body. smacks what's okay going to get us the the After I eat sugar smacks, I feel like I've got skin tags hanging no. from the top of my mouth. Who is still eating sugar smacks? Love them. No. No. I, they're so good. Gross. Gross. They're delicious and good for you. And delicious <laughs> to the taste. And most desirable. Desirable to the So my number touch. four, three, again, <laughs> this fucking episode. is going to be a little, uh, a little obscure. <laughs> oh, God. So get your Google out. So get your Google out. Maybe even your ass Jeeves. My number three is that one guy I work with. Oh, my God. 
The straight guy? Listen, I'm not going to give a lot of specifics. Uh, I know, but he's straight. No, well, he is, uh-huh. but not the one you're thinking of. Oh. He'll come up later. Oh. <laughs> this is a different guy I work with. Coming up roses. He's not cute uh-huh. at all. Right? Kind of weird. Yeah. Like, kind of um, emotional. Yeah. Like, probably doesn't smell that... Like, I bet his house isn't very clean. Okay. But on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, I would. (laughs) With five minutes warning, I would. Is he my type? No. No. (laughs) Is he the kind of man I'm usually attracted to? Not at all. Would I? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. There's something about people you work with. And there's something about... They don't have to be hot. There's no. something about just wanting to fuck the people you work with. <laughs> it's like, and here, and here's the thing. To be fair, I work with a lot of very young people. Like mm. most of my coworkers are in their twenties. Oh, so they're all gorgeous, right? You know, they're just like beautiful they're twenty year olds living un- their beautiful yes, living their beautiful twenty year old <clears throat> lives. Mm-hmm. So there are plenty of people at my work who are conventionally attractive, who I'm very attracted to, who are gorgeous, but not this guy. <laughs> He looks like a weirdo. <laughs> but on a Tuesday. But on a Tuesday. Wednesday. Like five minutes notice is all I need. And I'm like, I'm, yep, let's go. <laughs> Three minutes notice, you'd give it a thought. And, and, I, still and go. I think about, I sometimes at work, I'm like, why? Yeah. I'm in my brain thinking, why, why on a Tuesday? Been there. been there. Why on a Tuesday with five minutes notice? I have but been I would. there. Anyway. I have been there. there so is this, this one's really obscure. You can't even Google that. There is this person at my workplace. Right. Not one of my employees because I manage a bar. Right. But under the same umbrella of the company. Right. Who admitted to me that he only really showers once a week. Fuck. He only really showers once a week. And you just took your pants off I don't right there. <laughs> you just called HR, got him on the phone. And you were like, well, Cheryl, I'm taking my pants off. So whatever you need to do about just that. Get that. I'm out. using my cup as a as a phone. <laughs> phone. Even though your phone is in your other hand. Okay. Cheryl, uh, fill out the paperwork. He said he never showers, and I just took my panties <laughs> off. Are we are we moving on? Yeah. What's your number four? Okay. Let me cross these off because I have like seven on here. Okay. My number four is Ian Glenn, who's an actor who was on Game of Thrones. Okay. He was Jorah. Oh, yes. Was it Jorah? Her, yes. The one who was with Khaleesi yes. all the time. Yes. And then she banished him. Right. And then she was like, okay, never mind. You can come A back. A lot of yours are just old, dried up old men. <laughs> this guy, I think he's Irish. Orland. And it's pretty humid over there. So he's probably not as dry as <laughs> yes. Mr. Bridges. Mr. Bridges from Long Beach. <laughs> No, he's from Ireland. It's not nearly as dry. I mean, I don't dry. know where he's from, actually. I just assume because his name's Ian. It's spelled I-A-I-N. Oh, Jesus. So I might not even be I saying it I mean, I'm already right. hard. I, I, don't, I might not even be saying it right. While you're looking up where he's from, I just want to mention that uh, the <clears throat> other day our friend Cindy, who is Scottish... Went oh, he's a, from Scotland. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Our friend Cindy, who is Scottish, yeah. went on a rant about the Irish. Uh-huh. And the best part about it, she was like, those people from Ireland. Like, Cindy does not have an accent. Like, no, no. But when she said Ireland, she it said was Ireland. Right. Ireland. Yeah. Oh, those people from Ireland. 
And it was delightful. Anyway, he's Scottish. Yeah, so he's Scottish. He was born in 1961. And it's pronounced Heon. And I mean, it might be. He was born when? 1961. Wow. Whoa! Oh, I thought you said 69. 61. 61. He's old. Guess when Jeff Bridges was born. How? When? Same year as my dad. <laughs> 49. 49, y'all. I'm going to afford this episode to your therapist. 49? Maybe at 1949. Maybe Jesus. it's because he's probably like the Democrat version of my dad. <laughs> but that, you want to fuck no, the Democrat version no, of your I don't, dad? I don't. No, let's no, move on. I don't. Irish. I do have a friend who's like a brother to me that I've had sex with sometimes. What? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about know now. either. Okay, so. <laughs> weird with me doesn't it it does a little remember bit remember that one time you said i really want you to think about this before you, before you say, say it. it out loud i just think like i come up with these fun sexy topics, <laughs> fun, sexy topics. that we're gonna talk about that we're gonna tell some fun sexy stories that everyone can laugh at and like get a little bit horny about but like mostly it's funny and then you were like when i was a young girl i was taken into a swamp by a man who murdered three babies in front of me and made me drink their blood. And I'm like, this is not fun or sexy. And my story is about, like, a guy I went to college with who had, like, so much hair in his butt crack that it came out the back and I could see it on his lower back and how hot that was. And your story is about the man in the swamp that murdered the babies. And it's just not as fun. So, gentle listeners, if you're thinking to yourself, what episode was that story on? It wasn't because it didn't happen. I made both of those up. But, but they're akin yeah. to. They're I'm pretty sure I did have a male babysitter that molested me. So. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Jesus Christ. In Texas. Right. Of course. Anyway. I know I'm not trying to downplay your trauma either. I, I want to I want you to know I hold space for your trauma. Oh, I'm trying to downplay it. I just don't I just wasn't expecting it to be brought up in a fun and sexy combo. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Combo. If there's anything you could say about hot drinks, it's fun and sexy. It's a fun, sexy combo. <laughs> okay. That's gonna be on like on like one of our posters. It'll say hot drinks, and then in the quote below, what do they call that when like a critic gets like a poll quote in the like a movie poster? Uh, uh, It'll say a fun, sexy convo. Oh, brother, coffee, host of hot drinks. Right. Like all, they'll quote me on right. the poster. Yeah, they'll for it. hot drinks. So any Anglin who was Jora. Yes. Um. Uh, on on Game of Thrones, Khaleesi's like right hand right dude right. Um, he uh, me and my sister would get into arguments right, and I would say something about how hot he was, and she'd be like, "Bitch, back off!" Oh, okay. Because she she likes him also too. wanted yeah, right. um, <clears throat> and that's reasonable because there is a chance you might both meet him at the same time. My sister and just, she wants you to know that she has laid claim. Yeah. She just had a hysterectomy. So my number <laughs> four. Are you done talking yes, about Jorah? Yeah. My number four is my least obscure. But real quick, he's yeah. got like this baritone voice. Yes. That's what does it right there. If I was walking down the street, I'd be walk on the other side. I'm like, you look like a landlord, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> but in but then, when he speaks, when he speaks, it's you like get out your Stanley Cup, you drink some water. <laughs> Guinness. Breath. I do think his is more lotioned. Milk. Yes. They <laughs> so my number four. Okay. 
It's a little more mainstream, but also a little bit more embarrassing. Oh, I can't wait. Rupert Grint. Gint. Oh, the redhead. Yes. Yeah. From the Harry Potters. Uh, As he's aged. Dobby? No. What was his character's name? Ron. Ron! Ron As he's aged, he's gotten a little uglier. Yeah. And a little thicker. Oh, isn't he on the Knock on the Cabin Door movie? Oh, yes. He might be. Yeah. Yes. And a little uglier. And I would on a Tuesday. <laughs> so he's so look, yeah. He's on a show. There's a show on Apple TV Plus that nobody is watching except me. Oh. I like when they pull the ratings, they're like, and this week we had one viewer, and it's me. <laughs> it's called Servant. Oh, is it about that robot or no. No, okay. <laughs> uh it's in its third season. It stars mm. oh god, what is her name? Natty Gan. The girl the girl with the red hair that was in that show about the funeral home. Oh my god, this is so bad. <laughs> oh my god. What was that show on HBO about the funeral home? I don't know. And the redhead, Claire. <laughs> no, her name was Claire in the show. Her real name Amy. I, no, no. Jessica. What was the show on HBO about a funeral uh, home with Peter? Oh, Six Feet Under. Yes. And her oh. and she played Claire. What's her name? It's um and she's got thank big you. blue eyes. Yes, thank you for coming on this journey with me. Uh Lauren Ambrose. Lauren Ambrose. Okay, so Servant is the story of a woman, Lauren Ambrose, who is a newscaster. <clears throat> her husband's name is something, but the actor's name is Toby, and he's very hot. Mm-hmm. And they have a baby and the baby dies and Lauren Ambrose's character has a psychotic break. Yeah. And so in order to help her get over that, they bring they in a, a fake rubber baby. It's just a rubber baby. Oh, it doesn't move or no, talk or it's just like a doll. Jesus. And then they hire this girl <clears throat> to be like a nanny. And then Rupert Grint plays Lauren Ambrose's brother who's also around. Anyway, it's produced by M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> It's the it is the most absurd campiest show on television. I'm obsessed with it. It's campy. It's so campy. Like, like give me an example of how. It's well, campy. it's just like it's meant to be like spooky, but it's like so insane. Everything that happens in it is so insane because then you find <laughs> out the girl that they hired is part of this cult, and then the baby comes back alive, and you're like, is the baby? <gasps> Is the baby the girl's baby? Is the baby, where did the baby come from? Because now it's alive and it's not a rubber doll anymore. fantastic. Anyway, it's so brilliant. And Rupert Grint in it is absolutely disgusting. Like, unshowered, messy hair. Really? Like, a little bit chubby, but not in a hot way. And. And there's something about it. I just want to, I want him to sit on my face. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, Ron Weasley, who knew? So, if he came over. Yes. With five minutes warning and said. My pants are off before the door. I'm okay, open. okay. <laughs> You're like, let me I, stop like, you right it's there. So, yeah, it, I don't know. Like, even in my brain, like, I logically can't understand where, how I'm making those leaps. He does not look good in the show. He looks terrible. Well, you know who's not. And also, he plays an American, also, so he sounds terrible. Oh, Daniel Radcliffe is not conventionally hot, and I oh, he's would straight up hot. I would let him choke me out. You know the game Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a card in Cards Against Humanity, and I can't remember the exact wording because you know Cards Against Humanity. There's like. A card, like a a white card with like a blank in it, and then you play your black card that like fills in the blank. Yeah, yeah. One of the black cards says something to the effect, and I might be getting the wording not quite right, 
Daniel Radcliffe's perfect butthole. And that's a great, <laughs> that card always wins. That card's never not funny. <laughs> Jesus. But in, in, was it the first half of the seventh Harry Potter movie where the three of them are in the woods? Yes, probably. Why The whole time I'm just thinking, why aren't they fucking? Well. The three of them. It's because J.K. Rowling hates trans people. Uh, okay. And that's why they couldn't fuck. I guess so. What a, okay. Are we moving on? Yeah, but I just want to say one thing about J.K. Rowling. Okay, okay, let's do it. So, J.K. Rowling is a turf and a horrible person. Yeah. And I hope she dies lonely and painfully. Oh. A new video game came out today mm-hmm. called Hogwarts Legacy, <clears throat> based on the Harry Potter games. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking brilliant. It looks so good. Mm. And I'm just so pissed at J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I just want to play this fun video game about this fun series. Yeah. Did you that... see there's a trans character in it? Yes, which is such bullshit. What the fuck? But, like, it looks, I love video games, and I love this type of video game, and I just think this game looks so brilliant. But I'm not going to buy it, because I fuck, she's fucking taken all of the joy out of that franchise. And yeah. she's such a horrible, she could have just counted her money in her cave, <laughs> and not said a goddamn word. Right. But instead, she's decided to use her money and power to be a horrible, awful person. Anyway, yeah. fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I'm not playing your dumb game. What's your number five? Okay. Oh, are we already on five? Yeah, girl. It's 11.37 p.m. So. It's not. It's 8. Hugo Weaving. Okay. Okay. The name is familiar, but I don't know who that is. (laughs) He is the main elf dude in Rivendell. Wait. When they go. Isn't he like the Terminator in the Terminator movies? No. 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 That's that's someone different. He's the bad guy in Matrix. Yes. Yes. I support this. Yeah. Um, he, uh, uh, so some movie was on at the bar that I work at the other day and he was in it and he had long hair and a thick beard and I was done. He like, isn't he balding? I guess not in this. He had long hair. Not in this movie he wasn't. Oh God. So yeah, Hugo Weaving. Um, I think the thing that put him on the map was Priscilla Queen of the Desert. (gasps) I'd forgotten. Yeah. God, that's a great movie. Okay, but his character name in The Matrix, that's what I'm really interested to know. Oh, and he was the the guy in V for Vendetta with uh, Natalie Oh, I never saw that. Portman. Did he have a name in The Matrix? He was just like the bad guy. The, uh, the I'm, something. I'm checking right now. In the IMDb's. <clears throat> right. Um, wow, I'm so intrigued. This is such a surprise turn of events. Okay. The Hugo Weaving. Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was a very like generic name. Yeah. Not attractive. Uh, but look at that beard on him there. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Wait a minute. Gentlemen, beards. <laughs> Gentlemen listening, if you Gentlemen. do not have a beard, grow a beard. This is why I tell people, well, and by people I mean myself. Yeah. When I see a man with a beard and I go, God You're damn. just standing in the mirror in the morning in I'm the bathroom like, <laughs> and you're like, listen. Listen, just because he has a beard does not mean he's fuckable. No, but God but damn God, it. But the beard is very nice. Oh, just, if you are listening so great. and you're a man, which <laughs> statistically you are not. <laughs> no. You, statistically you're a woman between the ages of 35 and 45 if you're listening. Right. But if you happen to be listening and you're a man and you do not have a beard, please grow a beard. Yeah. And then send me a photo. What the fuck are you doing? It Like, everyone's hotter. <laughs> Have you seen me without a beard? I was a shiny face, weird baby. 
I like how I said, have you seen me without a beard? As though you haven't known me for 20 years I know, years I know. But that picture of you as Adam Ponope, you don't have a beard. And it was... It was hot. It was so slay. I had a lot of hair. It was busting respectfully. Sometimes my sons will be like, I'm never going to lose my hair. My hair is so thick. And I'll be like, bitch, here's me as Adam Ponope. <laughs> Look at this thick, luscious hair. It was incredible. Incredible. Beauticians could not get a comb <laughs> nary through it. Uh, nary, nary a comb. Nary a comb could go through this hair. And now I'm bald. Look at him. He looked like he looks right there like he hasn't showered in a month. He looks like Kelsey Grammer a little bit. Uh, well, that ruins it. <laughs> that ruined the whole fucking... Okay, so my number five is going to also require Google. Oh my God. It also requires TikTok. Okay. <clears throat> Because I apparently just follow people on TikTok and get horny. So one thing I've learned about myself in the last couple years is nothing is more attractive to me than a mediocre British man. I have a work friend who we no longer work together. Okay. Who is a mediocre British man. Right. And I think he's the hottest man walking the face of the earth. Right, right. But he's a mediocre British man. (laughs) When I watched the most recent season of The Circle on Netflix, my favorite television show that I think Mm -hmm. should win a Pulitzer Prize, there was a man named Tom, a very mediocre (laughs) British man. I was so into Tom. Yeah. I wrote Tom fanfic and gave it to a friend of mine to see if they would give it to Tom. Oh. And the next mediocre British man on the list... Colin Firth. No, it's a TikToker. Oh, oh. The TikTok is A. Adam Richardson. He's a physical, he's like a trainer. Okay. But he does not have a conventionally, well, he probably does. He does not have a like, he's not like, he doesn't look like a trainer. He looks like a very average dorky British man. So, rotting teeth. Yeah, and just like kind of lurpy and like weird hair. And he posts videos mostly. Yeah, mostly about, like, mobility and, like, stretching. and Mobility. 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 Anyway, I, like, those videos. A. Adam Richardson. A. Adam. Richardson. Richardson. That's his TikTok. A. Adam Richardson. Okay, A. Adam Richardson. He's a British trainer. Mm -hmm. Mostly talks about stretching. Not attractive. (laughs) Like, kind of has, like, you probably has a nice body, but, like, you know, it's not like he's posting a lot of, like, slutty photos of his nice body. But he he's athletic, so, you sure. know, he's yeah, in yeah, shape. Yeah. But, like, Jesus, <clears throat> Lord and Savior. <laughs> and he just stretches. He just stretches. He's just like, you got to get your quads and you stretch them out. I don't know. That I can't sounded do, Australian. I, I can't do a British accent. <laughs> anyway, every time this man video, man's videos pop up, I watch them transfixed. I think I should stretch more. Mm-hmm. I would like him to stretch me more. Yeah. I don't even know if he's gay. He seems a little gay, but, you know, he might, it might just be because he's British. <laughs> it's always a little unclear. Yeah. Well, Is great. he gay or is he British? Yeah. But anyway, I'll show you on the break. But A. Adam Richardson on TikTok, a very mediocre British man. But the way I would let him ruin me. That's all. And he ta- when he puts on his sneakers, he calls them trainers. He says, get your trainers on. We're going to stretch out our knickers. <laughs> Oi, on a Tuesday. We're going to stretch out our knickers on a Tuesday. It's a little tight there, isn't it? Isn't it? I'm a little tight down there, isn't it? Anyway. Jesus. We are also soon offering dialect classes. 
if you want to learn how to do accents. Anyway, this has been our best episode ever. Tuesday, isn't it? I'm real tight. I'm real tight here on it. My hamstrings are real tight on a Tuesday. Anyway, as I said, this has been would, our best I episode ever. I would like ever. to stretch my hamstrings on a Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> oi, oi, me shoulders are real tight on a t- Okay, 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 okay. Anything from the trolley, dears? <laughs> on <Isn't> Tuesday. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Tuesday. This has been Hot Drinks. It's a podcast. This has been our best episode ever. <laughs> Here are some ways you can support us. Number one, you can send us an email at P.O. Box 11104 at gmail.com. Oh my God, I can't believe we actually made it real. Every email you send us will cause us to wet ourselves with laughter. (laughs) Never reply. Again, it it could just be your high school transcript. It could be a picture of your shoe and we will wet ourselves with laughter. Maybe a clip of your grandmother's hair. It could be that in an email. Clipping. I don't know how you, like you scan it. In the isn't there it, like a three in the mimeograph printer? machine? I don't know how a technology. is. So that's one way you can support us. The other way you can support us is you can go to Patreon.com/slash/hotdrinks and you can offer a monthly and or yearly donation. I like how you said drinks. Yes, hot drinks. That's not right. Patreon.com/slash PO Box One 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 Zero Four. No, Patreon.com/slash/hot drinks. What's for a small monthly donation or small annual donation? Three, three bucks. You get bonus content and you. Help me pay my Chase credit card Listen, each month. Maybe let's change the name of the pod. Cast. Okay, let's do it. Change the whole name. Just call it pre cum. <laughs> just, just call it cum. PO box <laughs> What if the podcast was just called cum? Can you post that on Apple Podcasts? Uh, will Stitcher? I think you can. Will Stitcher allow you to have a podcast called cum? Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to research that. Yeah, well, let's but do it. if next week in your feed the episode pops up and there's a new graphic and it's called <laughs> P.O. Box 11104, we're sorry. Just no. You saw this coming. It just, oh. You saw you this there? coming. Coming. Oh, and blowing. No. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so sleep, just, my let's... fair angels, with dreams of Rupert Grint. On and Tuesday. And Hugo Weaving in your heads. In it. In it. <laughs>